the Don't Shoot the Best Drip Podcast. I'm your boy, Professional Sutton. And I'm your boy, Chris G. And it's your boy, The Rucker Report, a.k.a. Jerry. Ready? This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Inch by inch, play by play, till we're finished. This is Don't Shoot the Messenger Podcast. X about me. X about me. With professional Sutton. You already know. Chris G. My homie. And the Rucker Report. My family. What up? They for real. All straight with no chaser. Let the games begin. Let's go. Don't Shoot the Messenger Podcast. You okay? Let me change it. Let me change it. I'm I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I'm tripping, y'all. Don't don't mind me. I'm trying to share. I'm trying to you know get anybody involved. What are we gonna do? I put that down. Welcome to another edition of Don't Shoot the Messenger Podcast. I'm your boy Professional Sutton. And I'm your boy Chris G. And it's your boy the Ruck Report, Jersey. And listen, man, I don't want no parts of the Ruck Report today, man. My dude is you listen. If y'all know. How he feel right now? Let's just say he is doing a great job of being a professional. I'm scared of him right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm scared of him right now. But it's all good. Look at God. Look at mm-hmm. look, look. Look where he bought you from. Look where he bought you from. I'm trying to share all this. Look where he bought you from. Mm. Oh, look where he bought you from, and look what he bought you through. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? What he bought you if, through? If it if it wasn't for God, if, if it, it had not been. Uh huh. It would not be. Oh, come on now. Come, come on now. Come on now. Come on now. You know, because 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 what they say, Chris. They said, uh, what a man rob guy. <laughs> what a man rob guy. Mm. Would he? I don't, I don't know how that. I don't know how that fit into this uh biblical discussion, but okay. I don't know either. Listen, I don't know much about church, but you know, it make, I, it, it make it in there though. It make yeah, it in there every Sunday. There we go. There we go. Uh-huh. Um, thank you. Uh, listen, I just want to thank everybody for tuning in, man. Always, man. Everybody showing us love. I got a different microphones, so I'm trying to, you know, get the acoustics right. Um, but you know, we got ninety four point three WYBC, the rhythm of the city. Also, we got a new sponsor, man. You know, shout out to my love, man. We got a new sponsor, man. Where's it at? Well, my see, I'm I'm more excited, man. I'm more excited, man. You know, you know, DSTM is brought to you by Inspire Rental, man. Get your porter potty needs. If you need your porter potty and mm-hmm. you, you, know, you can call up my four seven five two two one one five nine eight. And also, there's a twenty five percent, twenty five dollars off your first purchase. So we, you know, someone ordered today. $25 off. So, you know, Inspire Rentals, man, you know, it's it's a good thing, especially with COVID. You can have your family over outside. Got a nice porta potty. You don't got to worry about coming into your house, possibly contaminating a place. So nice, nice. You can't hear me? You can't hear me? No. Chris said he can't hear me. Quiet. Can I can't me? hear you at all. You can't hear me? Ruck, can you hear me, Ruck? Yeah, I hear you. I don't know. What's up? What, what happened, Chris? Chris said he can't hear me. Ruck there you me. go. There you go. Okay. Now I can hear you. I don't know, man. I don't know. He got that. You know, he must got that. Uh, I don't know. But um, so yes, 475-221-1598. That's inspire rentals. Get your porta potty on. You don't gotta worry about nobody taking a dookie in your house. They could do it outside. So speaking of taking a dookie, we got the Mike Tyson. 
and Roy Jones fight coming up. Listen, I thought it was fake. I ain't gonna lie. Hold on, wait. I got it. I got shot my people. Out. I got shot my people. Out. Anthony Love Jones. We did a podcast yesterday. Shout out to my boy, man. Um, and the the lady that's on his page is Natalia Harris. She was a model. So shout out to Anthony Love Jones. Also to my love, you know, um, she giving a shout out. Book those porta potties. Take your dookie outside, like everybody else. You good? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's how. Well, we gotta come up with a different slogan. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Heavy. Yes. Listen, yes, please. Heavy. Listen, I'm just excited because my brothers. Listen, I'm excited to see how we gonna be doing a show together soon. Like nobody business, man. So I'm excited. So we're just gonna jump straight into it. Chris, man, you are the residential, uh, you know, boxing, you know, icon, phenom, whatever you want to call it, all types of cons, but he ain't, he ain't nobody con. This fight with Mike Tyson and Roy Jones, Chris. Now <clears throat> what's up with that? I mean, what's up with it? It's a it's a great publicity, you know, uh venture that okay. they're gonna do a, a a nice eight round uh exhibition joint. I mean I don't. I, I, do you want me to? I don't know how you want me to take this. This is was it, sprung on me, so I don't, I don't know how do you want me to take this. Is it real? <laughs> are, they, are they really gonna fight each other, or is this you know just a publicity stunt? I mean, can two fifty-year-old men really fight each other? I don't, I don't know. Listen, I mean, if you go, I mean, if you go to um, it in the hood every day, V. I'm about to say, if you go to the Elks, you're gonna see it. I mean, look, are they gonna try and put forth? Are they gonna try to put forth a good effort? Yes, I believe. Yes, I believe. That. I believe they're going to try to put forth something that is, you know, compelling. Will I watch? Sure. I, I want to see Mike in the ring. I don't much want to see Roy in the ring after his last performances. But against Mike, you know, who knows? I don't listen. I, some people ask me to pick who's going to win. I said I don't, I don't have no idea. I, I've seen. I, I haven't seen Mike Tyson fight in since two thousand eight. And the last couple times I seen Roy Jones fight, it was disgusting. So I don't know when they fight each other. Roy Chin, yes, Roy Chin been suspect since the second Antonio Tarper fight. And um, I, I really don't know. Look, I know Mike is going to come. Mike don't know how to play fight. So I know he's not going to, he ain't trying to put on a show. Mike is going to come at him full steam ahead. Um, how successful he'll be with that? Only Roy Jones Chin can answer that. And um, <laughs> Marco, Marco. But, but, but also, let's go, Chip. Um, <laughs> yeah, only his chick can answer that. But um, but also, you know, listen, I don't know. Mike been Mike been looking phenomenal in in warmups and, uh -huh. and you know and, and hitting the mitts. You know, you know, if somebody's actually applying real pressure to him, you know, getting out of the way, getting out of punches, you know, slipping and, and, and jabbing, can he can he withstand it? I, I don't. I honestly, I don't know. I'll watch it. It, it seems like it could be entertaining. Um. Uh, you know how how real? I, I mean, how much stock I'm gonna put in this? Uh, not much. <laughs> listen, not much. listen. This is hey, this is this or not a versus battle. Shit gonna get real. <laughs> shout out to <laughs> shout out to shout out to Anthony. Anthony said Iron Mike is trying to prove he's still kid dynamite. I hope he's still. I don't, right. Listen, old man dynamite. I don't know. Listen, like, hey, I put it. I put it to you like this, man. That ring gonna smell like. CBD oil, Tiger Bomb, <laughs> and Juke. And Yo. <laughs> he said Juke. <laughs> you stupid. Listen, uh, shout out to my boy Tommy, uh, Tommy Anthony, Tommy Golf. He said 
if Roy Jones can last six rounds with Mike, he said he think that Roy Jones would keep him at bay and just if Mike can last him. six rounds, right? Look, if I mean, Mike listen. can last six rounds. When have you known either one of these fools like eight, nine, ten? Now Roy did it more often than Mike did, but can Mike go eight rounds? I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't think right. Mike hasn't been eight rounds in a long time. Also, you know, look, man, Mike fights in a very, very forward, aggressive manner. So, mm-hmm. you know, again, like I said, that's all on Roy Jones, Roy Jones Jr. Chin to, to withstand that. And also, I know power is the last thing to go, but you know, I'm gonna be honest, I don't know how much real power Mike got. I know I love I know I love to watch him when he hit in the mitts and everything on all the uh, clips he's putting out, but how much like legit frightening you know the mike tyson we grew up on and love how much Mm -hmm. of that is still in his power shots again we're gonna find out personally i think we're gonna find out in the first round how much punching power he still got Mm -hmm. how much royce jones chin has declined since the last time we seen him get tagged in the chin and also you know how how much (laughs) skill um roy jones Still has because if he can, um, if he could just do some of the skillful things, Mike is a one trick pony. I mean, I love mm-hmm. him, and we all love Mike, but Roy Jones is we all love far Mike. more. Roy Jones is a far more accomplished boxer than Mike. Mm-hmm. Tyson. We love Mike more because Mike was this bright shooting star that lit up the sky. Mm-hmm. But Roy Jones was a, I mean, Roy Jones was number one boxer in the mm-hmm. world for like five, six years. It wasn't nobody was touching him. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, again, you I, know, I, just, I, I don't know, man. It's, it's going to be entertaining. Listen, as the one, th- I'm watching Roy Jones, and one thing that really gets me, man, is when Roy Jones talk. I, I, I don't know why. I don't know why y'all been coming at Roy Jones talking. Yeah. He talked like this. He talked like he missed some syllables, and we talking about okay, Pensacola. I hope when they do the press conference, they just let it be short. Please, please. Yo. You got two people I can't stand to t- listen to talk. I love Mike. I love when he's in the ring. But if they're going to be talking, I hope that th- I hope that that press conference is short. Please, Lord. Please. Yeah, I, listen, one, I, one, I, thing, I you, one thing you know that's going to happen, we're going to break a hot 16 right there. After oh, the fight. We're going to break a hot 16 right there, too. Yo, shout out to Anthony Tommy. I, I do agree with one thing that Anthony's been saying. I've seen a couple other people saying, yo, I mean, <clears throat> yo, Mike, I don't think I've ever seen Mike lose a, a first round because he's so aggressive and people are so <laughs> on the defensive because it's just like you want to survive that, try to let him get himself out. You know, I, I, I agree with uh, some people's take on it that, you know, this could be over in the first round. If Mike come out, you know, just – Dumping, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> you know. I mean, Roy Jones really. I mean, just not by his talk. He, but he looks a little slow, man. He, he. I don't know. Cognitively, he seems uh-huh. like he's not on here. I, I, uh-huh. I mean, right. Listen, right. I'm trying to get some credit. I'm trying to get his close credit. Okay. I'm trying. I'm, I'm, trying, I'm, I'm trying. You know. I took out that. Yeah. I took out that. Yeah. I'm Roy Jones, baby. Yeah, I must forgot. Oh, whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We got to I watched that video oh, where he got his back cracked the other day. He didn't look a little. I was right. I know. 
We got to address. Talking to Hold on. Go ahead. We got to address Anthony Love Jones here. He said, yes, greatness, yes. he's taking Tyson. Uh, uh, achievements, better boxing career, he's taking Roy. I, I don't mm. even agree with that. Nah. Roy was, is, Roy was listen, the ball. I mean, look, we just. Far superior was, boxer. I think, oh, I think, I think. Hold on. And then athletically, and athletically, right. too, the things that you know Roy what? was doing in the ring. Wasn't nobody do yo Roy was man Roy was shooting off body shots that sound like oh. shotguns going off. That, I, and I, that I was shutting people. Remember the yo, remember I, I I can't I can't even remember the fight, but all I know is he hit dude with his body shot and just like Christian said, it sounded like he got shot. Yes, and all he did was just curl up. Was no, that Oscar? No, I don't no, know. They never fought Oscar. Well, yeah. Tito, Tito hit Oscar. Yeah, it was some light skin. No, I no, Tito, Tito didn't hit Oscar like that. That was Bernard Hopkins. That had Oscar oh, yes. That like was that and, and had Oscar on the ground banging for. You yeah. want to talk about an overrated oh. fighter. You know what? It's not about Oscar. Let's Listen. No, no, please don't send me quick, down this road. Hold on, real, real quick. Just ahead, on the, the topic of boxing, right? Virgil, Virgil Hill. Hill. Yes, Virgil Hill. Yeah, Virgil Hill. But, but just rest in peace to, you know, Nazir Richardson. The longtime trainer of Bernard Hopkins, yes, Bernard yes. Hopkins that passed away yeah, recently. So just want to throw that out there real quick. I'll be watching boxing too, Chris. Yo, listen. yo, I, I, I seen that too, man. It yo. got kind of lost under the shuffle because Regis yeah. died yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Also, R.I.P. to Regis. But yeah. I, I stopped. I stopped watching Regis and Kelly when Regis left. I'm gonna be honest with you. But um, you know, well, man, uh, it kind of got kind of swept under the rug. But yeah, and I seen Richardson. I saw that yesterday. That was. I just remember seeing him in all the big Bernard Hopkins fights and, right. and stuff like that. And just, you know, that's really at his finest staple yeah. in the boxing community. Yo, so I was watching a Roy Jones, you know, all his clips, man, because I love Roy Jones. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know, good dude. And, you know, all the fights that he lost within the past 12 years, whatever. I, I don't, you know, his accomplishments is still dope. But I seen him hit a, I don't even know if he hit the dude. It was like a phantom punch, and the dude had a seizure. Maybe you or yeah. you can help me with that, Chris. But dude, say that one more time. Roy Jones hit somebody. It didn't even like he hit him. It was like he nicked the dude. But then the dude start convulsing. He was like, he was. I don't know what the hell happened. I okay, got, hold on. I got some people. All right, let me let me let me explain my logic on why Oscar is overrated. It's okay, not just because I don't like Oscar, but when I go, when I go and I look through Oscar's career, why? Every A-level boxer that he fought that was in their prime, he really didn't beat. I mean, I can honestly make the I can make the argument that the best fighter in his prime that Oscar beat, not Oscar in his prime, the other fighter in their prime as well, was Ike Corte. But we fawn over Oscar. I mean, he lost the <clears throat> granted. I do feel he got robbed against Tito in the first fight. I thought he won, but he lost to Tito, he lost to Bernard, he lost to Shane twice. He lost to Bernard. I don't think he lost he, to Floyd. Mm. You said you don't no, think I, he lost to Shane? Yo, no, no, some no, people no, think no. it's debatable. I wasn't, saying, I, wasn't saying, I wasn't saying Shane. I, I think, I don't think it was anything that was a discrepancy with Tito. Tito beat him. Mm -hmm. Nah, I, 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 thought he, I thought he had the fight in the bag. Now, he took the last, he took a couple rounds off at the end because he thought he had it in the bag. And they gave it to him, but I thought I honestly, when I was watching the fight at the time, I thought he beat Tito. But mm -hmm. at the same time, at the same time, Tito still got the dub. 
So I'm just saying, when I look through his joints and I say, yo, who's the best boxer he beat that was in their prime, I go, Ike Corte. That's the best boxer he beat in his prime. I mean, when he beat Hector Camacho, he was already washed. Yep. He was 137 years old. And Anthony, both Anthony's, because y'all both named Anthony. So, I mean, <laughs> yo, if you got another person that you want to put that he beat that was an A-level fighter, that y'all consider an A-level fighter in this prime, please tell me. Yo, the other the other thing that I want to say. I agree with you. He had Tito beat, but, you know, he still got the L. I agree but, that he but, had Tito beat. But the other, the other thing that, that Anthony had just said, and again, it's to Anthony, so I'm going to just say it. But you question Ike Corte. Chris will tell you, Ike Corte was real deal, man. Like, oh yeah, bazooka, that bazooka was a, jab. I was a fan yeah. of Ike Corte. I'm not. Ike Corte it. was something serious, but, man. So that's nothing to sneeze at. Like, listen, but a lot, Ike okay. Corte was real. Anthony said Purnell. Anthony said mm. Purnell. I'm gonna take the. He did beat Purnell, but Purnell wasn't in his prime anymore. And also, a lot of people feel that I, that Purnell got robbed. Yo, but the other mm. thing is, Oscar was running from Sweet Pea a long time. Like stop mm -hmm. that. That that's that's the one thing that we got we gotta say. Listen, Oscar did in his career exactly what he's, he's doing, doing for Canelo right now. Exactly what he's Don doing DeFranco, for Canelo right now. He's, he's protected, he's protecting him against real competition because oh, when say, that, hold on. say that one more time. Ooh, ooh, I, ooh, I feel ooh. like I feel like Oscar is doing the same thing that he did in his career for Canelo. Oh, I don't feel like that. You don't, Go ahead. Think he's like, you don't think he's saving them for, for like, again, he could, Oscar could have fought Sweet Pea earlier, right? Okay. Right or wrong. Oscar could have fought Sweet Pea earlier, but and I don't think. Fought, if he would have fought Sweet Pea earlier, what would have happened? He probably would have lost, but hold on. I want to say this, though, about Anthony, um, Oscar. I'm going to invite you. Yeah, invite him in. I want to give this. Oscar, I'll give Oscar credit for one thing. Yeah. Oscar as a boxer. You, you can make mm -hmm. the argument that he could have fought Sweet Pea earlier, but Oscar as a boxer, he fought everybody. That's why I feel like he's overrated. But he did fight everybody. And maybe it's, he's, he fought Floyd a little late, but Floyd wasn't a big money fighter at the time where Oscar was the king of the world. So, I, mm -hmm. I mean, I'll give him a break for that one too. But he fought everybody. Canelo, on the other hand, I don't think Canelo was afraid too, but when you look at Canelo's resume, it, who hasn't he beat? I mean, and then when you say who hasn't he beat, then you got to look at well, who who hasn't he beat, and he's just about beating everybody except for Floyd, who ran a masterclass on him. And then the people that he hasn't fought, and you go, well, who's out there that can beat him? And I mean, so Canelo is in a. I disagree. Listen, I'm not a fan of Canelo. Y'all all know that. But I, don't, I don't. I don't see nobody that can beat Canelo, and I also don't think that Canelo. Listen, Canelo waited a little bit to fight Triple G for sure. He definitely was trying to get a little steam off of Triple G, but he fought him. Thank you. Everybody. Thank you. But, I mean, everybody got everybody got a couple like that. Floyd did the same thing with Manny. He was like, oh, I'm going to fight yeah. you. I want to fight you. But we want to get a little of this steam off you first. If you're the A-side, you can do that. I don't ever knock the A-side for doing that. Chris, be bolder. Listen, so, uh, <laughs> so, Tommy, I just sent you the invite. If you want to join in, please join in because, you know, you and Chris, you guys have some excellent, excellent boxing prowess so i would love for you to chime in man please please right. chime in just man. to just to um to, uh hit up anthony listen i'm not making excuses but i'm just i'm gonna look at your resume as a whole i'm not saying that oscar wasn't a, a good boxer he was a very very good boxer i mean there ain't no question in that but your people hold oscar in a in a in a regard and his resume really don't back it up i'm just talking about against i mean his his resume don't stack up to floyd 
Now, his resume stacks up as far as, like, competitiveness against all of the great people. Of course, mm -hmm. it stacks up. But when you put him against all of the greats of his time, when they were both prime for prime, he mm -hmm. lost. He lost. I, don't, I, don't, I know it feel like a hot take, but it's really not a hot take. I mean, again, y'all people are saying that, the, you know, Oscar not overrated. Give me the guys. Give me the guys that he beat. When they mm -hmm. was in his prime and he was in his prime. Give me the guy or, or give me the great names on his resume that weren't uh over the hill. Give me the great names that weren't over that's the hill. That's what I'm that's what I, I'm talking about. That's all that's I'm what I want to hear. That's all I'm saying. That's what I want to hear. Hmm. I, I agree. I, I, I ain't trying to start a uh, I ain't trying to start a dissension. Uh, I, I appreciate everybody's opinion. I tell you this, no matter what anybody say, he got he got all he wanted from Tito. All he wanted from Tito, and he came right. away with losses. Right, and again, and I feel, and I feel like I feel. I'm, if I'm being honest, I feel like he beat Tito. I feel like he did get robbed. I thought the judges. I don't know what they were seeing, but that was still an L. I feel like the second Shane Mosley fight was mm. debatable. The second mm. Shane Mosley fight was real debatable. I'll give him that. I'll give him that, and I also give that up until when he fought Floyd. He was past his prime. He gave Floyd a good run. Now, I still think Floyd won, but he gave Floyd a really, really good run, and Oscar was well past his prime when he fought him. I mean, he got obliterated by Manny Pacquiao, but, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. But so I'm, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. When I look at his resume, he's still good. You can't take away the greatness that's away from Oscar De La Hoya. But at the same time, I just – I just think people look at Oscar De La Hoya in a light that he shouldn't be looked at. I mean, you were tough. You went against all the big guys. You never ducked nobody. But when I look at it, I'm going, man, who's 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 on your list? Who's on your list that I'm going, yo, that is a that's a Hall of Fame win right there. I don't know. I don't know. In the building. So um just to I'm just gonna put uh my boy Pooh uh meshed up here. He said, um, so if we talking about prime, like when is you know when are they in their prime? Oh, okay. I would say talking about boxing. I mean, I mean, look. If somebody asked me when was like Floyd Mayweather per se, if they asked me when was Floyd in his prime, I would say, <laughs> I would say, anywhere. Him, I would say from the Arturo Gotti fight until I would say about. I would say he was in his prime from Arturo when he fought Arturo Gotti all the way till he fought Canelo. I thought that was his last like masterpiece of a boxing match. I mean, Wait, he was who, still who, he was who? still good after that. But I was I would I would say all of that was Floyd Prime. I would say everything after he fought Canelo, he wasn't in his prime anymore. Even though he was still better than Yah, but he was. I would say I would say Gotti to. Um, I said Gotti to, to Canelo. So whatever years those was for Oscar. I would say well, he won the Olympics in 96, right? Uh, he mm -hmm. What no Oscar won. Oscar oh no, okay. No, I'm thinking Floyd. Yes, okay, yes, yes. Floyd yes. got robbed. Floyd yes. got robbed. Um I would say what was his last fight where I thought I thought at the Bernard Hopkins fight he was out of his prime. Mm. I thought I mean now granted he took a he took a, a, a jump up. He took a big jump up when he fought um Bernard yeah. Hopkins. I mean that was I, I gotta him. give him props for that. Well, yeah. right, because so you know, he was a he was a welterweight, super welterweight 
moving up the fight. I mean, the king of the middleweights at the time in Bernard Hopkins. Mm -hmm. And Bernard Hopkins just schooled him. Um, I would, where would I start his prime? No, that's a good question. Maybe Macho. Maybe when he uh, beat Macho Camacho. Uh, I'll put it there. But he I'll say but from Oscar, that point to that point. Oscar, Oscar was absolutely deadly in his prime. Like a lot of the fighters that we're talking no, he was. about. He was. You, you, you're talking about a lot of the fighters that we're talking about have definite snapshots in boxing where they were the undisputed king. Oscar had his time, but there were other fighters that were close in that same range that he just did not beat. And and that's all we're saying. Just like there was another comment in the chat where he talked about Sonny Liston. Listen, you can't bring in Ali and Sonny Liston because Sonny Liston was under the thumb of the mob. So chill on that. And but, anyway, but I, I get this I, point. I Go ahead. And, and anyway, in terms of that Ali Liston fight, for everything that Sonny Liston was as a boxer, Ali was the exact polar opposite where he could not finish someone like that. So you, you talk it. Sonny Liston and Ali could be in the same comparison to where Mike Tyson got against Lennox Lewis. Physically, they were two different fighters that had two different distinct advantages. So just the reach alone and his athletic ability was going to have Ali beat Sonny Liston anyway. anyway. But, true, true. But no, but I, but I get his point. His, 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 I think his basic point, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong, and his basic point is like, you know, you're not going to take that fight away from Ali, even though Sonny Liston wasn't in his prime. And you're right about that. We're not. But also what Ali got is the resume of when he was in his prime and he was fighting the Joe Frazier's mm-hmm. and he was and you know, and he fought George Foreman, dudes that were in his prime, dudes that were that were in their prime. and He was in his prime and he showed mm-hmm. up and he showed out. Can we say Ken yeah. Norton? Can we say Ken Norton? Um, I don't Ken Norton. I think he lost to Ken Norton. Yeah, I think that, no, and that was not, and that was much later. And that was much later in his career. So I was just I was just there. Was, Ken was, Norton is like, if I'm not mistaken, Ken that, Norton is early '80s, early '80s, mm-hmm. mid '80s. If and I'm he's not mistaken, well past, he's well past his prime at that point. Damn, I was trying to get on the conversation. <laughs> F you, Larry. He said, "Hell no." Um. All right, so this Mike Tyson and um Roy Jones Jr. fight is gonna be real. Okay. Thank you. Ed. That's all I be trying to get. Even if you don't agree with me, just to be like, all right, I, I can kind of see the point that you're making. That's the only point I'm making. That's, <laughs> That's the only it. point. I be I'll be only trying to change people's minds, but I just be like, you know, this, this is my my little small take That's on it. um Oscar De La Hoya, who get on my nerves, but you know. Now uh speaking of new, you know, we're moving on. Um Sports, man. How y'all liking sports right now, man? You know, I baseball, you know, they don't got no fans, but you know, they pumping the sound to, to me, you know, pretty good. I'm watching soccer, I'm watching cricket. Um, the NBA, they playing at the holiday inn. Um, great thing. Um, you know, my man, oh, yeah, no, Ken Norton, he did lose to Muhammad Ali. He did okay, 70, 76. He lost yeah, to Muhammad see, Ali. See, see, I know a little son now because yeah. you know, 49ers, but anyway. Um, I mean, so, I ain't gonna lie. I feel like you just threw that name out there, but I ain't, you know, I ain't nah, gonna lie. Listen, because it was Ken Norton, Joe Frazier, and um, <laughs> and um, George Foreman. Those like those three names, like the big names that he, you know, at that time, is like, yo, he fought these people. So I know well, a little, you know, ESPN classic. Well, thank God for it. Well, Ken Norton, Ken Norton, um, Ken Norton beat Muhammad Ali the first time he fought, and then he lost 
He beat him in a split decision, and then he lost in a split decision to Muhammad Ali back to back. So he won and he lost. And then years later, that was in uh, 73. And then in 76, they fought again, and Muhammad Ali beat him in a unanimous decision. Okay. So that was, okay. there you go. All right. All right. So we got um, so we got some predictions. Shout out to everybody that's tuning in. My man AD, he said, uh, Tyson, round two. Uh, happy birthday to Bert Dale. Reed the third junior, aka Sam. He said that Tyson gonna win. Um, and then him hating, he said he definitely just threw that name out there. I know, <laughs> I know who shit. I mean, I was I had a, I had a, I had a track and I had a 72 Duke Fuck out of here. Hey, hey, quit. You talking hey, about hey, quit. What's Listen, up? We need, we need to get him on the joint just because uh, I heard he was spotted in them six rings. Oh, that had, uh, that had that Jordan symbol that he didn't do that please movie. Don't start. Please don't start because I could invite him. Please don't yeah. start. No, listen. <laughs> listen, don't get me anybody. Michael Jordan ain't never do that, boo. <laughs> Let's get this. <laughs> please hey, where they at? But I'm going to throw him in. So, how y'all liking how the you know, sports looking? I mean, to me, personally, I don't care about fans not being in a crowd. Again, because I'm watching a game, so I'm not watching who's in the crowd. It's not gonna make or break anything for me. Um, so I'm fine with it. Can we can we talk talk about the real controversial issue? I mean, or are we gonna duck this? Yeah, I mean, of course. So so what y'all basically saying what y'all basically saying is that ain't nobody gonna stick up for Lou Williams because he went to Magic City. AKA Alcina, aka August. Nope. Not yet. That's his that's his fault. That's his fault. Y'all clearly don't understand how good the wings are in Magic City. So Listen, I hear I hear everybody saying that, and y'all can all f out of here forever. He went there to see some tits <laughs> and some ass. Okay, <laughs> I don't care what nobody. Yeah, he been, been quarantined down for a minute. He was like, "Nah, I'm trying to see some buns." <laughs> Especially you, girl. Could you look good? <laughs> That nigga hit him with the juice. I was like, yo, fam, you couldn't just wait, though? You couldn't just wait? Listen, no. I mean, we got the, uh, what is it called? Only no. fans only page. So, I mean, he could have did that. Yo, but you, but you, know what, you know what bugs me out about it is that everybody that left the bubble, like, you didn't think that they was following you? Like, no, it was you, a video. You, you thought when you left the bubble that it was it? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Mm. Mm. Mm-mm. Got to be more careful. <laughs> well, you know, also his, also his man, his man's in them. My fan, why are you taking pictures of me, fam? You know I'm not supposed to be. Here. I, ain't, I ain't supposed to be here. I'm not I supposed to be, be here. here. You putting me on blast right now? <laughs> why? <laughs> why are you doing this to me? I thought you was my man, son. Right. Come say. Him saying fuck that bubble, I'm in there. Yeah, but shit, he can't even play. He gonna have to wait and shit. I mean, damn. You talking? I mean, I'm just saying, man. Well, yo, because from listen, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and from what I heard from some, some other podcasts, um, ran by some women. I ain't gonna say who, but um, they was like, yo, they ain't letting nobody in that bubble because yeah. we tried. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> they ain't letting nobody in there. Okay. So let me tell you something. If they wanna. You know what I mean? Do they things? They gotta go outside. Yo, the Ham is right. So Jack Harlow, he's a rapper. He posted him. 
So he was like, "Yo, was with Jack Harlow." Yeah. yeah. First yeah. of all, that's it. First of all, let's let's be totally honest. That's a very weird look because I saw a picture of Jack Harlow the other day, and I was like, "This is the Bobby. dude." Brand new whip. Now he's on sports in the top ten. Oh my god! So listen, listen. How do y'all like the NBA? You know, as far as being a bubble, like just just sports in general. Um, Chris, correct me if I'm wrong. I was talking to Tommy and I was talking to Wayne. Shouts out to Wayne. Um, you know, Breezy. He said uh in baseball, when they go extra innings, then a runner is on second base. Yeah, after after I think I think it's after the tenth or something, yeah. they put up they put a runner on because you know they're trying to minimize they were gonna do that whether it was COVID or not, though. They they want to minimize these like 17, 18, 19 20, inning games. If you got 20 inning games, yeah. If you remember last year, there was a lot of like yeah. extra innings. I mean, extra like didn't didn't one game go to like two o'clock in the morning, East Coast time? Yeah, it, it went 22 innings. It went That's 22 yeah. innings. So, that, so they want to the Astros. Yeah, I, uh, I thought it was the Dodgers. I thought it, I thought it was like the Dodgers or the Giants or the uh, San Francisco Giants. Oh yeah, but yeah, it could have been. Know, it was it was a West Coast. It was a West Coast team. Yeah, but still though, to go twenty two innings, it's like come on. It was at the point they was running out of pitchers to throw out there, mm-hmm. and it was just like you know they had um they had a uh, you know regular short stops in, in, in third baseman going in as pitcher. It's like okay, we can't <laughs> we can't afford. We got a game yeah. tomorrow. We can't That's afford right. to like, yeah. in a few hours. We play again. Like so, let's, yeah. let's just they want to admit they, they want to like you know bring that down. So I, I do think that's a good look. That's a good look. I mean, so listen, you know, playoff baseball is different, but mm-hmm. your regular yeah. baseball game in the dog days of summer, man, ain't nobody trying to call that long, fam. Come on, son. let's get but up honestly, out of here, man. But honestly, I think that it's not a bad idea that fans are not there because fans are still gonna watch on TV, you know what I mean? So you yeah. still got the sponsorships. So you still gonna have you know revenue being generated, um, you know. Listen, if you like the game, you are gonna like the game, and you definitely gonna love it. So well, I don't think that that's well, affected. But but put but put some this. They cannot. They cannot. Baseball cannot survive another season like this. Yes. Moving forward. Yes. They have to have those fans there because of revenue sales with yeah. tickets. Your tickets. They cannot. They may be able to withstand this little structure that they're in right now, yeah. but next year it can't be like that next year. Because, because baseball revenue does come from the door, you know, like the club. Yeah, you know I mean, you know, like, <laughs> we <laughs> got you. You know what I mean? So you know that revenue comes from the ticket sales. So they are going to need you know this to you know die down so people can come in and and watch, and that's how they get their money. But um, you know, again. As of right now, I'll take it. You know, I think that they're doing a good job pumping sound in um, soccer. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that, you know, watching, I think that teams are very eager. You see a lot of teams, you know, who are rejuvenated. People look like they like they just happy to be out there because, again, I mean, a lot of teams didn't play since March. So it's definitely a beautiful thing to just watch people play. So, um, you know, I like it. You know, I wish that Aaron Scott Fleming was on hating ass talking about LeBron. You know, Corey, listen, man. He's he, listen, he just a hater. He just a hater. I wish he was up here. I wish he was up here, man. You know, but anyway, I digress. Um, what other so one thing that I would say that I do like, and you know, I, I don't know how y'all feel about this because I was 
because I wish that they would have did this a while ago. I like that the WNBA is running concurrently with the NBA because that's what they do in college. I really do like that that that's happening right now. How do y'all feel about that? I mean, listen, I mean, I'm one of the few people that are a fan of the WNBA. Um, they got a lot of my favorite stars that are in there. I know you two guys, um, you know, if you fuck with the WNBA as well. Um, I Listen, it's smart. You know, might as well package all the basketball together. Yes. I don't think it's a bad idea. It's not going to do anything but help the, WW, the WNBA. And, you know, just getting... Yeah, you know, just getting eyes on them and, and, and things of that nature. So, you know, I'm, I'm I'm for it. And you know, I was I was delighted to watch uh um uh Sabrina Inescu and her um I know I butchered her last name. Um that was, <laughs> Ines- that was, that was a good debut though. It was a good debut. Thought it was a good debut. I also, you know, uh Stewie and Sue Bird coming back after missing 2018. So still we look uh, 2019. Good. Still we look good. So we look ready to do his thing. And there's some super teams out there. I mean mm-hmm. the, the Sparks Yo. the Sparks is squad up. The Chris, Chris, Mercury can we squad up. Can we talk about that real quick? Can yeah, we talk about talk how about loaded can we talk about how loaded teams. the Sparks are? Some, the Sparks are loaded. On the low that even despite their coach, Derek Fish, you still Kind of sus for what you did, <laughs> but Aaron. I mean, listen. Talk, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. My bad. Like you talk about a collection of talent, both Neca and her sister. Well, that's what I think. Um, um, and Simone, uh, Sh- and Shinny, Hold on, Chinny ain't playing. Chinny opted out for the for the COVID stuff. She's not yeah. playing, so it's only the older sister. So it's the yeah, older it's, sister. It's only, only Neca, but you still got. Just think about when they come back. Right, fully, right. But even right now, you're talking about NECA, you're talking about Candace, and you're talking about Simone, and we ain't even talked about the guard play yet. You ain't talking about Tia Cooper, different people. Yeah. Like the Sparks are loaded. They are Sparks, they really Sparks are. and Phoenix for me right now are the front runners. Now Stu the Sparks and who the Sparks and Phoenix. Oh, yeah, because listen, you think it's the Phoenix, they got Wiggins. They got Diana Taurasi and they got Brittany Griner. Hold on, and them three got smoked by the Sparks. Yes, <laughs> yes. they got yes. smoked. But anybody oh, else that, that they have played, Chelsea Gray, Chelsea Gray, yeah. that's the guard. Chelsea play. Gray Chelsea is Gray. the point guard. Uh, yeah. Old girl from uh, Notre Dame that hit that ice water shot for the yeah. for the for the Natty. Yo, Hambo said Vegas is stacked too. Vegas is stacked too. But with Cambridge not playing, that's a big loss because she's a big piece. In, in the middle, pros. Oh man, oh, I love also don't forget. I, I love Kimbers too, but the, also <laughs> don't sleep on the uh defending champs to uh Washington Mystics. I mean, the Deladon looked like she don't want to, but she is gonna play, and then the rest of oh, their squad, gonna give you that work. she gonna give you that work. And don't, don't people be sleeping on my girl, Area Powers? Mm. Yo, Yo. she's a monster, she is a monster. I, oh, yeah, we know WNBA. I'm glad again. I'm glad that is running along with the NBA because, like you said, when you look at college ball, you got women's and men's, and people watching basketball. I I personally hope that they can try to. I mean, I know logistically it might be tough, but I hope that the NBA try it some way somehow to do it because, like you said, it's some it's a lot of good basketball out there. But I think that you know when you think of you know baseball and vacate. People just not watching like they should. 
but now they got the prime time and now they got the spotlight on them. But also, let's talk about these women out here taking a stand, you know, mm. walking off the court, taking the I mean, stuff that the you know that the NFL wish they can do. These women are doing. So that's what I want to talk about. How do you how do you fellas feel about that? I, me personally, I love everything that I've seen, not only from the, from the WNBA and their support, you know, because we still are awaiting an arrest for the murder of Breonna Taylor. Talk that talk. Um, but the other thing, too, is that I thought was very powerful, that a unified front from the NBA and a lot of guys doing the press conference saying that, listen, we're not going to just talk basketball. We're going to have basketball and social you know, awareness questions and discussions during our, you know, post-game interviews, I think it's powerful, man. I think this is the best solidified use of of a platform that I've seen. So I'm, I'm for it. I'm for all of it. Mm. How about you, Chris? I mean, you know, you, you know, you always been a proponent of the WNBA. Um, so has, so has, so has Ruck. Um, but, you know, really, you know, like I said, you'll fill me in sometimes when I'm like, who is this? Who is that? Uh, but you know, and you are one to talk about, you know, people taking a stand and like, yo, listen, if you're gonna say it, then do it. And the way the WNBA uh women are moving, how do you feel about that? And well, I'll say the WNBA always moves like that. You know, what mm-hmm. I mean, you, you gotta remember, like, that's a league, that's a that's a league full of strong black women right there. Mm-hmm. You, and and a lot of those black women in there are double my they triple minorities, they're women, mm-hmm. they're black. And they're gay. I was about to say a Don Armas joke, but I ain't. Nope, nope. So, so I'm just saying they've dealt with, you know what I mean, the type of adversity and and scrutiny and and judgment that a lot of those uh, young ladies had to deal with their whole life. Man, they built different. They built different. So I, you know, I. It's not surprising to me at all that they come and, and lock arms together in, in unity. I mean, if you look at the Atlanta Dream, they said, yo, that owner got to get up out of here. You got to I go. Mean, uh-huh. I mean, you know what I mean? If you take a look, and listen, obviously it's a much smaller scale, but if you look at how they approached that and how the Clippers approached when they were trying to get rid of um, Donald oh, Sterling. I was just going to call him Donnie Boy, but, you know, I think <laughs> people think of Donnie Boy. They think of, they think of 45, so. But anyway, when um oh, when they were trying to get rid of Sterling, you know, and the way they dealt with it, and they talked about, you know, we might not come out for warm-ups. We might not do this. Nah, man. Dream was like, nah, B, she got to go or we go. We don't they don't play that down there, man. I, I gotta give I gotta give all those young ladies, those um, women down there a lot of credit, man. They don't they don't deal with the ball, they don't deal with it at all. So um I'm not surprised. And I'm I'm always um I'm always, you know taking it back and appreciative of the work that the WNBA does with social justice and, and, and justice reform and, and everything on top of it. Cause you know, they were some of the first athletes to speak out about, you know, Breonna Taylor's and, and all of the George Floyd and all of the other stuff. I mean, they, they are on the front line. Now they don't get looked at as much because you know, how people, the masses looks at the WNBA. They look for what LeBron's going to say and what Steph's going to yeah, say yeah. and what, you know what I mean? They, that's who they look to first. But to be honest, yo, the WNBA players, they're normally the first ones to speak out about injustices. So now, Chris, shout, out, shout out to Maya Moore. Now, shout I'm going to hit you with my, yeah, shout out to Maya, Maya Moore. Moore right. That's exactly. Now, I'm going to hit you with my DJ Envy. Uh, for those that don't know about the Atlanta Dream, 
Um, <laughs> Could you please tell people what's going on with that situation, please? Well, their owner, who is a senator, um, oh. part owners, part owners. You're not the whole owner. You're oh. a part owner. Um, you know, when the WNBA and the NBA were talking about, you know, things to put on the court, you know, messages for change and, and names on people's back. She had a problem with Black Lives oh. Matter being a mantra that they would put on the court. She felt like it should be something like Blue Lives Matter or something, you know, to promote, you know, the oppressors. And um, Atlanta Dream wasn't feeling it. They wasn't feeling it, and they said she gets to go. And, I mean, I want to say it was immediate that her team called her out and was like, nah, then you could go. Fine, we'll find somebody else to buy the team. Bye. Let's not forget where Atlanta is. It's still in Georgia. You know what I mean? It's still, it's still the southern state. You know, Georgia is known to – you know, be doing a lot of you know things down there. Um, you know, they got what's that? Uh, was it Stone Mountain? You know, they got mm-hmm. the Confederate, you know, on this on a big old stone, and you yep. know, they, so they wave that flag real heavy. And I know that when people think of Atlanta, they think of you know TI, you know, they think of like you know, like the like the black Hollywood, but it's still Georgia, it's still a southern state. So a lot of these bigots are out there, they don't give a damn, they they you know, they see it as a money maker. So for these women to stand up and speak their mind, I think it's a beautiful thing. And I think they don't have, look, they don't have nothing to lose. What you going to say? Oh, well, we're going to dock your pay. We ain't paying as much anyway. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So for you to say that, oh, you know, I'm going to take some money. Go ahead. You know, because we can we can do that. They can afford, which is sad. They can afford to say that because what are you going to do to them, really? You know, what are you really going to do to them? So I just hope that the NBA find a way to really integrate and migrate a way to get these women more money, more compensation, um, like letting them play um, during the NBA season a little bit so people can watch so they can get more sponsors, more revenue, something yeah. like that, man. Because, you know, when you watch in college basketball, especially for women, it's beautiful. You know what I mean? Like I, I watch it sometimes more than the men's. Because again, these women are playing four years and they have a lot to prove. And they, I don't know, just saying like when they get to WNBA, it's like, oh, the season come and go. But hopefully this is the start of something new because I want to see it, man. I definitely want to see that. Um, so those are the topics I have, fellas. Um, anything that standing out to you guys that y'all want to talk about, discuss? It's open forum, baby. Open forum. Okay. Um, Before we start, sorry, Chris. I just want to let y'all know that this segment... Uh, Don't you invest in your podcast is brought to you by Inspire Rentals. Get your porter potties 475 221 1598. Contact Myra. Gotta definitely do that. Yes, sir. (laughs) So, but yeah, so I just want to Uh, who's sponsoring us right now. I mean, yo, I think people need to talk about. Jamal Adams, man, going to the Seahawks. So that's oh. a monster move. <laughs> that's yeah. a monster move, family. Okay. Yeah. Yo, can, can we say? Jamal. Can we say the reincarnation of the Legion of Boom? I don't yeah. want. Fam, he what he did was I, listen, he, he I know, threw. But did you feel away? Nah, I nah. I don't feel away. away. I don't feel oh, away. Oh yeah, that's right. Yes, yes right. you, you do. Feel do. Away. Yes, yeah, I mean, that's right. That's right. I mean, listen. Okay. What? No, listen, you want, you I don't feel the way you want to play. Listen, listen. So so here's the thing, right? The Seahawks, I sh- shout out to them because I I yeah, I love Russell Wilson. I just think that he got again, when you're talking about Jalen, how is that gonna be? You know what I mean? So we're gonna see it's a great pickup. I like the pickup. 
I think it's great, but we'll see. I'm just saying, we'll see. Did Did you just use the term gelling? Did, yeah, is that what I you said? Shit. Listen, Le'Veon Bell on his neck right now. So he Chris. better call Le'Veon Chris. Bell. Uh, Le'Veon, Le'Veon need to be on some yards because he was averaging 3-3 last year. So, you know, Chris. listen. Le'Veon on his ass Chris. right now, boy. Le'Veon ain't doing shit. Can, he ain't did you, shit in two you, years. Can you Le'Veon please, doing, can you please educate, educate me, Chris, on how the difference between football gelling and basketball gelling is are two totally different. Those two different. Man. Those two different. Man. Let me tell you something, and especially a talent like Jamal Adams, just put him out there and let him be great. Their defense is already their defense. You right. add him, it's just that's one of the times where you can add a piece to the defense and they're automatically better than they were the day before. That's just Jamal Adams is. You come on, man. Listen, come on. they just got, and they and I agree that listen, they gave up too much for him, right? But here's the thing. Yeah, when now you you just got what you lost in Earl Thomas mm-hmm. before Handsome. he enter before he enters his prime. Mm-hmm. You talking about the entire back end of your defense? It's just like if you played a video game. You know how much of a boost everybody else got from him being there. And then here's the thing. You can't even discount the conversation that they still are in the running to re-sign Clowney. Oh, they definitely are. So that you definitely bring Clowney look. back to that defense, you add your more. Quet, I know you don't like it. <laughs> I'm not worried about <laughs> it. I'm listen, not worried about it. I, listen, I didn't like it neither because I'm like, oh, now it's another dude back there that we got to be worried about? And we ain't got no receivers in Green Bay? Bruh. So 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 listen. So, he puts a lot of pressure listen, on the table listen, for y'all to listen, go into Seattle, man. And y'all had dog fights with listen, Seattle. We did no back in. We did. And listen, I think it's great. But like I was about to say what Ham's saying. He is like an extra linebacker, sometimes lineman, because he's up so close on that line. So I'm gonna see is he gonna roam free? Is he gonna come to the line? Because, you know, like you said, you know, Seahawks beat us. We beat them by like a, a, a centimeter. So it was it was a great rivalry. And I think that he adds a good portion to the Seahawks. But what I'm saying is, what is it going to look like when he's get there? Is he going to say, yo, listen, I'm on the line now? You know, so when I think of Legion of Boom, I think of, I mean, it, it was it was so tough. Because Legion of Boom, they did a good job of plugging a lot of holes. No matter where you thought you were going, you had Earl, Cam, even Richard Sherman. You know what I mean? Great job. So, I want to see where, but, like, like him said, is he going to play free or is, or is but, he going to be like a linebacker? If you, if, you, if, you looked at, if you looked at the Legion of Boom and where they were, right, they were built at every position with, with elite-level talent, Right. Especially in the back end. You're talking about Earl. You're talking about Cam, Sherman, all that stuff, right? You add Jamal Williams. I don't even know who the other safety is. But you got two great corners. You still got Bobby Wagner and K.J. Wright. You still have a, a very formidable defensive line. If you bring Black back Clowney. Yeah. What? Like, you, 
Listen, I don't, I don't, I'm not saying nothing bad. I think it's a great pickup. I You're think quiet. you got something, um, you got something on your nose. Shut up. Yo, I your bias, your bias is coming down. Listen, are y'all gonna listen or y'all just gonna, right. you know what I mean? Go ahead, go ahead. I think it's a great pickup, and you know, I know Ham said that you know, Jamal Adams might not even sign, but at this point, they gotta win now. Like they can't wait until next week. Like they gotta win now again. When they sign Clowney, I hope that they sign Clowney. I think it would be a definitely a huge thing for them. You know what I mean? Because again, you have Jamal Adams doing what a lot of linebackers can't do, let alone safety. I mean, he is all over the place and he's very smart. I watch his um his uh on, on NFL doc, you know, on NFL network, they got the film study. I mean, dude is sharp, he's very sharp. And it's going to be a great, great season for them. You know what I mean? I just hope everybody stay healthy, especially DK Metcalf. It's going to be good because I want them at their best. I want them at their best because it was it was it was dog fights last year. It was dog fights last year. You know, it was definitely dog fights last year. But fuck the Seahawks. But you know, whatever. Congrats. That's that's what I was waiting Congrats. for. That's what I was waiting for right there. Congrats. Yep. I'm mm -hmm. I, I'm not being biased, but you know. Now, Ham said, watch the Seahawks to AB. I hope somebody get him. I hope he never play I'm, again. Um, why? I'm, I'm, why? I'm tired of AB, man. Why? I'm, 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 I'm tired of him, fam. I'm tired of I'm tired of him just like I'm, I'm tired of Mr. Weed smoking can't stay off the weed uh, uh, Gordon. Man, I'm, I'm good. Oh, and they, and they said they're going to sign him back. Yeah, I had a lot of people saying yeah. that. They're about to get him. It's about to be serious. They're about to get cut. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know what? You know what? If you get him and Gordon, it'll be serious for the first week of training camp, and then he'll smoke weed and they'll be able to um, shoot his girl. I don't know. Oh, I, 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 damn. 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 damn, Tory Lane. Wow. Jeez, Chris. Wow. Fam, fam I, yo, if anybody trusts AB, you on crack. You on crack. He's he's just giving us too many examples to let us That's know. True. He That's is true. in a path where he cannot I mean, as far as his life outside of football, I wish that man nothing but the best. But right, to trust right, right. that dude, to trust that dude to, to commit to anything in the football, nah, I'm good. I, I wouldn't trust him. I agree. I wouldn't trust him with a, a, a loaf of bread. I'm telling you, the, the, the guy got some mental instability that I don't think he can fix. I agree. Or, as a matter of fact, he could fix, but he chooses not to fix it. Yeah, so, was him and Kanye. West. You know what, you know what, Chris? You make a great point because I know a lot of times you know, people always want to say, you know, at first, like, oh, you know, AB black, you know, he, he you know, you know, he ain't getting the chances if he was white. That motherfucker crazy. AB AB so talented. If he would so just talented. listen, AB is one of the few people that he's so talented, he only got to do one thing and he <laughs> could get signed, and that's just shut the fuck up. Just that's shut it. the fuck up, but he won't that's do it. it. He can't do it. He feels like it's it's an impediment to his lifestyle if you tell him to shut the fuck up. So, AB, and yeah, shooting a girl was a little excessive. But <laughs> but here's the thing: if you if it broke that AB shot his girl, would you be surprised? That's no. the real question. No, would you be surprised? No, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't trust them. I don't trust them with anything. This is the man that. This is the man that went and got a whole girlfriend, lived in L.A. She didn't even know he was married with kids and had a baby on the way. And then when the season started, he left and said bye, went to his family. She's like, yo, I, I had no idea. That's the kind of guy that we talking about here. Man. Also, he, also, 
let you know, you know, let's not forget, you know, anytime somebody's shitting on the Raiders, I love it. Um, but the way he did that with the Raiders, it was like, yo, fam, what are you like? He made a whole debacle. He did all of that just to do nothing. And again, I thought it was a ploy. I was one of those who was digging deeper than what it was supposed to be. I was like, well, maybe he's doing this because he's trying to prove this. That shit didn't make no sense. No Damn, sense he like, just had to he just had to make it to week one to get 30 million dollars. Hmm. And he couldn't do that. Then they then they trade him to New England, and he just had to make it to like week six or whatever. Week six, and he couldn't make it. Mm-hmm. That guy, he, I'm telling you, fam, up here, it ain't it ain't connecting, fam. It ain't no, connecting, and I don't think it's gonna connect. So, it's not. I, I blame Vontae. I blame Vontae's birthday. Everybody saying, fam. Saying. And I listen, and everybody make a joke. I agree 100. percent He made a total. I said this a year ago. I said this a year ago on here. I said this is uh, this is due effects from Vontez Burford. From that game, he was never the same. Mm. Never the same mentally from that game. Yeah, talent wise, he was the same. Talent wise, he didn't he didn't drop off. But up here, nope. I you know what? I just feel like he really thought that if he plays this Floyd Mayweather, try to market himself. He was going to get a better deal. He was going to respect him more. But like you said, Chris, if you just shut the hell up, I'm not, I'm not going to say that word because we're on YouTube. If you would have shut the oh, hell yeah, up. Oh, yeah, my bad. That's all good. Yo, you would have been all I set. was facetious, but go ahead. No, that's all good. But <laughs> if he would have shut the hell up, he would have been fine because his numbers speak for themselves. There's nothing to say, yo. If he was one of those receivers. Big Bryce. What's up, Bryce? Big Bryce. Big yeah. truck. Whoop, whoop. What are you guys doing here? I'm just chilling. You live, Bryce. Millions of people are watching you right now. All right, say peace out. All right, peace. Oh, I thought he was doing a don't run challenge. But yeah, so I mean, if he was one of those receivers that needed that publicity just to get some looks. But he was not that receiver. He just had to shut up, and he could have been making millions. Like you said, Chris, whoever's in his corner, I'm sure they probably try to talk to him because they want some of that money. But if he would have made to week one with the Raiders, then he could have did whatever he wanted to do, get that 30 mil. Six his, his own, let, let his me, own let me agent dropped him. Yeah, exactly. Let me say let me say this, right? And, and that's exactly what I was doing, Chris. For Drew Rosenhaus, right, Drew. away from you, Drew Rosenhaus, to walk away from you, it it is definitely something wrong. Definitely, he don't he didn't walk away from To in the driveway doing this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he didn't walk away from none of that. Right, but Drew Rosenhaus. Yeah. Walk, listen, Drew Rosenhaus didn't walk away from Chad with the whole headbutt thing. He walked away from AB. Mm-hmm. You know it's something wrong. Mm-hmm. To hold on though, to be fair, to be fair to um, to be fair to To and to be fair to Chad, yo, the head button thing with Evelyn was the first trouble that Chad had ever got in. That ever been in, yes. And and To number two never got in trouble. To was a diva for sure. I mean, I don't yeah, think nobody would think that. But yeah, he never got in trouble. But, he but never had reason, to worry about the all the reason I said that, Chris, is because you're right. To and Chad never got in trouble, but for there to be they always had a perception of being a public distraction. 
Yeah. And like for him. him to not walk away from a big situation like that, you got you got to know there's something wrong with this dude. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Oh yeah, they had they definitely had a, a, a persona on them. Now with To and with Chad, it was warranted that persona. I mean, they weren't. I don't think anybody ever looked at Chad and To as bad guys. That they were just, right. you know, they were just, you know, just you know. Uh, what, 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 what do they? What do they call black people when they don't want to say loud? What's the word I'm looking for? Um, rambunctious. No, not rambunctious. Uh, <laughs> uh, you, everybody knows what I'm talking about, though. Yeah, but yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. everybody knows what I'm talking about. I can't remember the word, but when you hear it, you go, yeah, that's the call for you, a loud black dude. And that's all Chad and, and T.O. were. They didn't cause no trouble, aside from the one domestic violence issue with, um, with, with, with Chad. Or the, the one documented doc, uh, domestic incident with uh, Chad. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, listen, they, they kind of try to put Cam in that same box because Cam ain't never been in trouble. Cam ain't never been in trouble. Never, never. So again, his his outspoken, his, <laughs> his outspoken. Yeah, his his uh his choice of dressing, cool, but it's all good. Um, also, I ain't want to say nothing, but um, the Washington football team, I think it's funny. You know, um, you know, until well, we gave him nah, fam. We gave them layups on this show. Call yourself the Washington Generals. Get Keanu Reeves they to come can't. out for they your can't. first choice. They can't. No, no, yes, they can. Well, they, they can't pay some money. They just gotta pay some money. Because you know they a, cheap as hell. They cheap uh, as hell. Yo, shout out to the to the black dude in Washington, DC that went in. Um he Boy, went man. and got uh mad copyrights. That's it. Watch him. That'd be all right. I love it. I love it. But yeah, he got the money. He got the money. I mean, yo, you make a billion dollars every day, right, B? You got it. But he a cheap bastard. You tough. He a cheap you bastard. Could you could pay. You could pay. That's why. That's why they ain't signed a major signee since I, Lord knows how long. You know what I mean? They just, they just, they just bank on a uh, draft. I want to know. I want to know how hard is it that you need to get a committee and need to like have your name in limbo that you just can't get. Uh, you can't come up with a nickname, fam. Because he didn't want to Come change. On, it. No, 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 no. I know he didn't. I know he didn't want to change it. But we here now. You have to change it now. So what is take? Why do you need this long period of time to figure out what they're going to call you? Well, you need to get a whole exploratory committee to to, to get the name popping. Come right. on, fam. Come on, right. son. Come on, son. <laughs> Like you said, I mean, it's, it's simple. I mean, <laughs> shit, they can, it's not that hard, y'all. It's, it's really not, not that hard. Really yeah, not. we come up with. Yeah, you can go to the hood and get every the damn day. For the right today, right. You can go to the hood. Yo, people come up with nick. Yo, they see somebody for the first time. Bam, nickname right there. Come yeah. on, we, this, we can't call you. Yeah, I swear, the crying. The crying that uh, Snyder is doing because he can't call his team the Redskins anymore. Like, grow up. <laughs> grow up, man. Just Same pick thing. another day. I don't care who God. the Washington team will be. I'm still rocking out with my team out of D.C. They're still going to be last place. They still ain't going <laughs> yeah. to Hey, whatever. I, hold on. I got the name for you right I, now. I, I, 
Just call him Chocolate City. That's what you call down in DC anyway, <laughs> man. <laughs> call him Chocolate City. Call him the oh, hold on, man. hold on. It's, D, it's DC. Call him the Washington Go Go's. I don't care. Like <laughs> just get a name in here. So, like, yeah. It's not that hard. Hey, I got hey, two right there. Call him the Washington Mambo Sauce. There we go. The Mambo Sauce. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> the I Mambo mean, Washington. I gave him a name, but I don't know if they won it though. Washington won a wins. You know, hey, take your time. <laughs> if you get two wins, then you change the name again. Fuck it. Might as well. I mean, have have fun with it. Because the Redskins wasn't doing that since what? Since what? The 80s? It was insane. So, Hold on. Ver, uh, um, shout out to uh, Verdell. I hope I'm saying that right. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. He says yeah. the name has to have he said the name has to have meaning, meaning, but the Redskins had a bad mean. meaning. Right. No, no. That's what the I'm Redskins had a bad meaning. It had a bad meaning that people said for years. So, I mean, what? he he didn't care when they had a bad meaning, so don't give me that. No, I'm not saying you, Verdell, but no, Dan what? Snyder can't give Listen, me that they need a meaning now. Just, so what are we calling the Washington white people? Would they be a, a, a offended by that? No, no, no. The Washington Caucasians. Okay, the Washington okay. Caucasians. <laughs> no, well, the W sounds good. Washington white people. You know. Listen, but I like the, Raymond Bennett. I like Raymond Bennett. Here's the thing, though, right? It, it's, it's not like this hasn't been coming. So for you to land on the Washington right. football team, when this has been a discussion for years, heck, you've seen the Bullets – Change to the Wizards. Right. Mm-hmm. You've seen all of that stuff. Find the name. Like, you you, you mean to tell me hey, there's right. nobody in that organization that can fuck with you? Yeah, because you can keep the rest. Look, and it's still the same. S-I-S-K-I-N. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. That's the comma. Yeah, Washington Redneck. If you want to keep the red, let's see how offended they are. If they, if you say Washington Rednecks, hey, goddamn, okay. I will, hey, hey. goddamn. Hey, quick, quick. It's just a name. It's just right. A name. It's just a name. It's just a name. You don't mean nothing by it. Then that. Look at this. Oh, but hold on. But you see what I'm saying? Like, yo, we just covered up with stuff, yo. You Washington can't do this. Snipers. I'm just saying. Washington snipers. Stop. Yeah. What's that? See, that's, see? that's why you can't use this. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say shooters. You can't use the sniper and watch <laughs> Okay. Oh, yeah. God, Amy said Washington. True. I mean, yeah. Washington counterfeits. Oh, that's what I'm. So you mean to tell me? That in five minutes we could just start spitballing. Like, now we just playing around, but in five minutes we can spitball, and you need a whole right. team to, to to explore this for months. Come on, fam. Right. As right. again, like like I said earlier, come on, son. Come on, right. son. Generals, point blank. That's it. That's it. Man, that's it. That's, they could they could be like the the Washington senators, right? Washington senators. <laughs> You know senators, I mean? mm, senators. Right. I mean, look, most of the time, yo, you gonna name your team after an animal or right. some mythical creature or something so that's in just, that area, or something that's in that area, a state bird or a state whatever. Like, come, just just do it and get it over with, man. Stop playing around. It's still gonna be ass. It don't matter. Don't matter until they until they sign people and Dan Snyder stop being cheap bastard. They're still gonna suck, and which is so sad. Which well, is, listen, the reason well, he cheap. He ain't cheap because remember he gave all that money to Albert Hainsworth. He ain't cheap. No, Albert Hainsworth. No, no, no. 
He's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> He's dumb. He put the mask on, but the Bradford mask said, on. And Bradford said, hold my beer. I'm gonna show you. <laughs> and and I, you know what? Sam I mean, said somebody. He said, I'm at every game with season tickets. That's because the season tickets twelve dollars. That's it. So yeah. Uh, go ahead, go no, ahead. Go. No, no, real talk, real talk. I need somebody that's an artist to draw a family crest of Sam Bradford with the ski mask yes. as the family crest. Yes. Because there ain't, let me tell you something. There's two people in the world that got the biggest jack moves. Number number uh number one is uh Floyd Mayweather for conning everybody into thinking that Conor McGregor fight was gonna be anything other than what it was. And number uh -huh. two, and listen, he came out with the ski mask saying, Y'all niggas is dumb as fuck. Yep. And number two, <laughs> number two is Sam Bradford with the robbery that he attempted on the NFL and successfully got away with. Not not once. Not once. Right. Mm. Mm. Wait, I'm all out. I'm all out. <laughs> I mean, he's he's straight. Robbed the NFL. Everywhere you know what? I love it. Everywhere and, and they still talk about Sam Bradford like, man, that guy was good if he just didn't get hurt. <laughs> okay. I said, I seen him when he wasn't hurt. He sucked into. But listen, yeah. he was good in Oklahoma. He was good in Oklahoma, but that's college. Did he win a national championship, though? No. The, the huh. Washington Cousins. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. No. Mm. What's the year that the, what's the what's the year that Oklahoma won? Because they won with Bob Snoops in two thousand. With that was two thousand. No, Jason White. Jason White. Yes, there you go. That type of was after Jason yes. White. And then yes. they yes. And they and then I think they played Florida. Was that the year they played Florida and got smacked? Quick, I don't know. I'll look it up. But um, they got smacked a few times. I know they got smacked by. Then they play. Um, then they get smacked by Oklahoma. I mean, um, Alabama. Yeah, I think it like railroaded yeah. by Alabama. Yeah. Disgusting. But hey, you know, hey, he, I ain't mad at him. Get that money, man. Get that money. Get that money. Yo, I, we we need to look at this, yo, because I know, I know he played with AD, and yep. AD don't got yeah. no chip. No. AD don't got no natty. I know that for sure. But no. I don't know if 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 he was there before. Who? Adrian Bradford. Nah, I think. I think they came at like around the same time. He might have been there, but he but he wasn't starting. He was not starting at all. But that was like it was Jason White, Josh Hypo, and then he came in. And then that's when they lost to freaking Boise State. I don't I remember that. If they won a bowl game that year. I mean when he was there. I, well when when he was there, I know they lost that bowl game to Boise State that uh, Boise State. That was the Statue of Liberty play that yep. they ran. And AP was out. AP was out after that. He's like, I'm out. I don't care. So, but yeah, you can you can look it up. I'm looking it up now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but now, nah, but he didn't. But Sam Bradford did not win a national championship. Um, but he might have got a Super Bowl ring on somebody bench. You know, he might got one with them. Uh, with the Eagles, the Eagles might have gave no. one. No, what you got? He he ain't got no chip. What you talking about? Listen, he might have been on that team, and, and you ain't even know. That's how much big with Jack Moore he was doing. Tell all right, first, first of all, shout out. <laughs> yeah, they, they last championship was two thousand, and uh -huh. I, I don't think I don't think he wasn't up there in two thousand. Nah, and, and, and shout out to their playoff record, zero and four. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he didn't win no bowl games. He didn't win no bowl games while he was there. Because who they lost to? They lost to Alabama. Um, they they got they got smoked by USC. Uh, they played Florida and uh, Boise State. So yeah, some great teams. Some great teams. I'm about to get you. Yeah, in 2000, they won the Orange Bowl against Florida State. Yeah, that's that was their last. That was their last joint. That was last championship. Yeah, that was their last joint. But and then they somehow, some way, they still got to the last championship and they lost. They lost. They they find a way though. They find a way. So, fellas, man, um, it's been a great show. Anything else that y'all want to talk about right now? I mean, you know, I think that we tackled all the, you know. Mm, uh, shout out oh. to Larry Love. Yeah, Matt Liner stole it back, too. Now, it wasn't as big as Bradford. Nah. Yeah. Matt Liner stole it back, too. Yeah. He definitely stole it back. I mean, you know, I think, well, yeah, hey. I mean, I mean, when you're playing with great talent around you, you know. If, if you're going to say that, if you're going to say Matt Liner, you guys – you got to say uh, Joey Arrington stole one too. Oh yeah, yeah. Did he, he, know? he I don't he know. Did, he he definitely got remember. he got the bag in Detroit. I mean, he got the he wasn't the first overall pick though. No, I but mean, he, he got paid. He, he don't got get me wrong, but he he ain't, he ain't get another contract third? after that. Was no. he the third, right? What? Huh? Third pick? I think so. Mm. Because it was like, Smith. I think because he went to the Bengals. I, he went to the Bengals. Yeah. Um, and then who else was? And then uh, I think it was the, I, I, it was it was the Brown, wasn't it? The Brown. I think. Oh no, Joey Harrington. I know he went to Detroit. Yeah, I definitely did. know he went to Detroit. Let's see here. Yep, third. No, Ryan Fitzpatrick ain't still no bag. Right. Listen, Ryan Fitzpatrick earned all his bag. He earned that money. Yeah, he earned that yeah. money. Yeah. yeah. If you're talking about Ryan Leaf. Ryan Leaf stole a bag and some pills. Yeah, in San Diego, he did in San Diego, but that's all it was. Yeah, mm-hmm. but between Ryan uh, Leaf and Jamarcus Russell, there's like, yo, nah, we got, nah, we got to slow down because we paying all these monies and Listen, nothing. But but the but the unquestioned Hall of Fame, like we shouldn't even call him Sam Bradford no more, man. We should call him Adam BC. No, his name is <laughs> Sam Bradford because he. Now listen, it's Sam Bagford because he's getting a like bag. It. Sam Bagford, that's his new name. I'm not mad at him, yo. Rob, Rob them, take it. Yo, he's from Oklahoma. They know how to make his make Sam, this better than what it is, yo. Sam, Sam walked walked in them offices like, hey, you 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 want to pay me, eh? Yeah, he know. I I yeah, want Larry, this team. Man, now Larry was Larry was right about Joey Harrington. He was drafted in the third round, and he only got that bag from the 2000 to 2005 in Detroit. And then he went one yeah. year in Miami, one year in Atlanta, one year in the Saints, 08, and then he was out the league. Hambone said that Fitzgerald, that Fitzpatrick is the NFL version of Jamal Crawford. Mm. I can say that. I, that. I would say like Frank Gore. I would say more like Frank Gore. I, I, I would say yeah. Gore. See, I like that Frank Gore comparison a little better. Because cause you know Frank Gore, he's going to come. He's going to, you know, do what he needs to do. You know, get you some yards. Yeah. Attention. You know, make it look good. Uh, but It's cool, but he's high and cold at times. But to be fair, though, to be fair to Frank Gore, though, it was a, it was a point in Frank Gore's career where he was looked at as a star 
running back in the league. And I don't know if Jamal Crawford was ever in the NBA. When he was like, yo, he was a he was with no, he was good. I mean, we knew that Jamal could cook you, but was he a top, you know, guard in the league? I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, everybody knows Jamal Crawford to cook your cook your ankles up and drop a fifty piece on you. But I mean, again, that's more sporadic, closer to Fitzpatrick. Actually, it's closer to how sporadic it could be. With uh, you know, Gore was consistent for a good chunk of his career. He was the only thing popping in San Francisco. That's back when I used to be an admirer of the San Francisco uh, 49ers. (laughs) Sorry to hear that. Uh, Well, on that note, come on, Chris. On that note, um, so him, so we're gonna talk about Cam. We had talked about Cam a little bit last episode. Uh, we, we, we were talking about him, but we'll definitely talk about Cam next episode. And we want you to chime in. I'm gonna send you the invite so you can have your input on what you think about Cam. Um, and we're gonna keep we're gonna keep talking about sports, everything. Um, so again, I appreciate everybody that tuning in. Everybody was jumping. I appreciate everybody for you know coming in, chiming in, listening, sharing. We appreciate y'all. Also, we want to thank our uh, one of our sponsors, 94.3 WYBC. The Rhythm of the City. And also, we want to thank um, Inspire Rental. Inspire Rental, if you need a porta potty, if you don't want to you know, get caught up in that corona or that rona, as black people say, uh, contact I got you. at 475-221-1598. And your first purchase is $25 off. So, and it will be delivered, sanitized, and brought back. So... Yo, that's I a got, great service. I got the tagline. I got the tagline. What is it? What is it? If you want to do number one or number two, we got you. <laughs> okay, mm. all right, all right, okay. Mm. Let me tell you something. That's the that's a. Uh huh. Here you mm-hmm. go. We cooking. We cooking mm-hmm. right now. Oh yeah. Okay. That's why we you put that guy. Right that's why you put that guy yeah. on the board right there. Right there. Ham, hey, don't worry. We're gonna listen. We're gonna definitely get to. We're gonna definitely get to Cam, and and also we're gonna get to your boy Lamar Jackson because I don't understand how Gronk is ahead of him in Madden and Gronk took a year off. But anyway, I digress. How's yeah. Gronk ahead of him? What's Gronk ranked? Uh, I think Gronk, 90, I'm like, at, 90, like a ninety-five, uh, and I think uh, Lamar is like, 90, like, 92. like yeah, 93, 92, something like that. They yeah. got Gronk at a ninety-five. Yes, yeah. 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 I've Listen, what they got, to the they got disrespect that they've shown Aaron Rodgers uh, 88 or 88, 88 89. So, so hold on, what what they got, um, what they got Kittles at if he's a 90, if if Gronk is a 95, what's Kittles? He, he's in George Kittles in the 99 club, yeah. Okay, okay. And, what, and what about uh, what about um, Travis, um, Travis Kelsey? Travis Kelsey, he's not, he's, he's not. not, he's Gronk is ahead of him, yes. Yeah. That's Chris. Yes. Yeah. His mom's not buying Madden this year until yeah. Black Friday. Nine, okay. 99 Club, the, the biggest ones that we saw in the 99 Club is um, Kittles. Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas. And Bones. Aaron, Aaron Donald is back, is back. Kelsey is 94. Yeah. 94. Oh, oh, oh. St- oh, who on crack? Who on crack right now? Yeah. yeah. So, him. Wait, real quick. The reason why we're talking about porter potties is because that's one of our sponsored inspired rentals. So if you need a porter potty, four seven. Him, him, him definitely need it for the movie night. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You need that. If you want yeah. to up in your Go house, ahead. you know what I'm saying. So, but we'll get to it. We will definitely get to it. So, fellas, I appreciate y'all. I will be seeing y'all soon. I can't wait. 
Hardcore New York. Soon, 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 soon. I mean, definitely soon. So on that. On my Swizzy. Zone, 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 zone. Yo, got bushes. See, that's that. See, that's that Bridgeport stuff right there. Broken glass everywhere. Anyway. On that note, we out of here. Thanks again for tuning to another edition of Don't Shoot the Messenger podcast. I'm your boy, Professional Sutton. And I'm your boy, Chris G. And this your boy, The Rock Report. Peace. So don't shoot the messenger podcast. I'm your boy, Professional Sutton. And I'm your boy, Chris G. And it's your boy, The Rucker Report, a.k.a. Jersey. But the greatest thing about sports is you play to win the game. Inch by inch, play by play, till we're finished. This is Don't Shoot the Messenger Podcast. X about me. X about me. With Professional Sutton. You already know. Chris G. My homie. And the Rucker Report. My family. What up? They for real. All straight with no chaser. Let the games begin. Let's go. Don't Shoot the Messenger Podcast.